This is the Dr. Duke Show. Hello, everyone. I am Dr. Duke. This is the Dr. Duke Show, and I am joined by Jake Jacobs. Jake, how are you? Fantastic, Duke. Great to be on. Yes, sir. Good to have you back. I love that enthusiasm. <laughs> At your age, the brain starts to go, but you still got the gusto, ageism, right? Dude, ageism. Fair enough. <laughs> but sometimes you're just old. Anyway, we've got some stories for you, and this one is really kind of stupid. I mean, we've got Minnesota Children's Hospital System giving a Health Hero Award to a Democrat author of a bill promoting child sex changes. So tell me where follow the money doesn't fit here, Jake. So we got a system of children's school, children's hospital in Minnesota, which is now apparently the California of the Midwest, right? It's the refuge. Absolutely. For transgenders. And so now... The this dem politician, uh, take a look at the picture here. Right, the name is Lee Finky. I call him he, she, Lee. He, she, Lee. He, she, Lee Finky. Right. And by the way, can I just uh, do a little carrot insertion here? Take a look at our, our our transgender friend. This is how you know these transgenders are actually men. They have no fashion sense. I mean, my God, who would wear an orange blazer with that color lipstick? For God's sake. I mean, this is how you know. The men are men because they have no idea how to dress themselves. Have you no sense of transgender decorum? Nope. Or decor for that matter. So the Children's Minnesota Hospital entire system is is, is giving this guy an award for pushing serious surgical procedures on little kids. And do you think it has anything to do with the fact that they're going to get reimbursed by the state and the federal government for that? You think the children's hospitals are really giving this guy the award simply because he cares about trans kids? You think we believe that? Should we look at the video? Let's look at the video. Look at the video. I'm Representative Lee Finke. My pronouns are she, her. Um, I want to start by thanking the governor and the lieutenant governor for taking this action today. Uh, This executive order protecting families and children in search of safe and effective and responsible health care will save lives. It's not hyperbole to say as much. The lives of trans and gender expansive people in this nation are under attack. There is a full-scale movement in this nation against trans, non-binary, two-spirit, and gender-expansive adults and children Mm -hmm. that seeks to make our community disappear. Go ahead, Jake. You start while I calm myself down. Duke, you, you know, you said this, this was funny, but this is a, actually a tragedy wrapped in a comedy because this he, she, Lee, he wants to make Minnesota a refuge for dran- transgender children around the United States of America. He wants them to have free access to hormone uh, puberty blockers, to have genitalia mutilation going on. Of course, they wouldn't call it that. But he wants those children to become possessive of the state and undermining parental protection of their children. That's his ultimate goal. Mutilating otherwise healthy bodies, sterilizing children with puberty blockers. This is affirming care. And if you don't perform these monstrosities of, of procedures on these little kids, you are going to, de- you're gonna, they're going to die? 
You're going, we're, we're attacking these children? These kids are going to kill themselves? Yeah, no, that's just not true. This idea about it's not her hyperbole, it is. It is complete hyperbole. We know for a fact that over 85% of these kids, if you just let them go through the change of pu puberty, will put these ridiculous ideas away. And the other 15% can be reasoned with through therapy. You don't need this. And the suicides have very little to do with you not cutting body parts off. It is stunning. And the fact that that clown show, that literal clown we saw, that blame her, I su it suppose, I suppose, but it's the governor and the lieutenant governor, the state who are the ones who are going to force this through. Well, you know, Minnesota is one of the wokest uh, states in the union. I mean, it's full of Marxist professors, University of Minnesota. And what's very interesting is this he, she, Lee, you called her her, come on, her, him, right? He was educated at Bethel College. It was Bethel College then, now it's Bethel University, which claims, purports to be an actual evangelical Christian university. I've had friends of mine go there. I have had a friend of mine from seminary, actually was a professor there. 30 years ago, that's how old I am, it was an evangelical college that believed in the Judeo-Christian worldview, the scriptures. Not anymore. It's been taken over by woke folk, woke professors. And if you go back to that picture, look at the audacity of his books. Queerfully and wonderfully made. It's a playoff of Psalm 139.14, where it says that you and I, men and women, have been fearfully and wonderfully made in the Imago Dei, the image of God. And look at the subtitle, A Guide for LGBT plus Christian teens. In the other book, Welcoming and Affirming, A Guide to Supporting and Working with LGBT plus Christian Youth. They want our children, uh, Duke. It's not the pro gay pride flags. It's not the drag queens in kindergarten that are going to train our, turn our kids around. It is going to be the Christian institutions that are being used and, and oftentimes supported by so-called Christians to teach these people that this is legitimate theology. This is where you're going to get it from. All the external stuff our kids can weather. But as happened with uh, liberation theology in the 60s, right? What did it take to corrupt American Christianity? All the attacks from the Marxists, the atheists, couldn't do it. What it took was men who were not serious about the priesthood were not Christians becoming priests. This is, uh, paradoxically, the generation of priests that mostly uh, molested those children was the liberation uh, liberation theolo theological priests, yep. right? The ones who weren't there for the gospel, they were there to socialize and communize the gospel. You know, Duke, what just popped into my head was the, uh, the Lutheran and Catholic churches of, of Germany in the 1930s that, in essence, acquiesced to National Socialism, and they, in essence, signed an agreement saying, look, we'll allow National Socialism to become the worldview that we'll educate, that we'll use within our churches, within our, our, our so-called Christian schools. And it was only people like Dietrich Bonhoeffer and others that stood up and said, no, we cannot tolerate that because that National Socialism is the antithesis of the Judeo-Christian worldview, just as wokeism is the antithesis of the Judeo-Christian worldview. You, you think we're exaggerating this, Mom and Dad? You think that this is just me and Jake hating on those poor suicidal trans kids? How come you never heard this part of that during that uh, governor's, the, the lieutenant governor, the introducing this woman, giving this, the state hospitals, children's hospital in Minnesota, giving this award to this transgender person? Here's what you didn't know. 
Finke was also the author of a bill that would strip anti-pedophile language from the state's existing anti-discrimination law. In other words, Finke wants to normalize pedophilia. Do you really? And isn't it interesting that a children's hospital is giving somebody who wants to legalize and, and mainstream pedophilia an award like this, a children's hospital. You know, Robert Bork wrote the book Slouching Towards Gomorrah. This isn't slouching anymore. This is a tsunami of this anything goesism insanity of defying the actual humanity of who men and women are made in the image of God. And they're bold like never before. I mean, the T in the LGBT, these are militants. That individual, the he, she, Lee, he's called for transgenders to riot in the streets of America. You can checked us out he spoke in 2020 and he did that they also call for when they get the the books that he sold to put brown brown paper bag covers on the cover of those books so the parents would know and then you put on that cover a trigonometry history so the parents wouldn't know that they're actually having this propaganda coming into their homes they're deceitful they're devious yep and let's 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 not too hastily move beyond the pedophile thing. So Finke was the author of a, a bill that would strip anti-pedophile language from the state's discrimination law. The law currently excludes sexual attraction to children from its list of legally protected social sexual orientations. She wants it. She, he, go. she, Lee wants it to be protected. That attra- uh, adult attraction to children should be protected under discrimination laws. How long before sleepy Joe Biden takes out his crayon and does to Title IX what he's done to everything else and add, right, map attracted people, minor attracted people are protected by Title IX. How far away are we for that? Do you remember Jake? years ago, Duke, when you and I talked about Mambla? What was that? Man... Nan, man boy, lo, Nan Lovers boy, Association. Man, yes, man and you boy. and I said the direction of the culture will someday give acquiescence and acknowledge that organization as being legitimate. Yeah. And they laughed at us. They ridiculed us. And here we are 10 years later. Yeah, Nambla, the National Man, man Boy Love Association. See, yes. Yep. There you go. And, and that, that now is no longer the laughing stop, laughingstock outrage that it used to be. Yep. Now NAMBLA is like the ACLU of the sexual revolution. They are the ones who they knew before anybody else that the rights of people to be attracted to little kids must be defended. You know, Duke, what just popped into my head was uh, Alfred Kinsey and Wilhelm Reich and Kate Millett, all these on the vanguard of the sexual revolution going back from the 1930s all the way on. They constantly had an affirmation of pedophilia as being a normal sexual expression. And we thought at that time, these guys are sick, but they make the cover of Time magazine. They publish these books and they become used at Harvard and Yale and Berkeley and Madison, and now this is what we're experiencing in America. And this institution, I mean, as bad as this uh, finky shinky is, so you two have the governor and the lieutenant of that state who's a mess. But also, this is a serious institution. Children's Minnesota describes itself as, quote, the only health system in the state that cares exclusively for children. And it's just the opposite. It is the app. This is the this is a satanic inversion and perversion of reality, Duke. And we must take I mean, this seriously. What does protection of children mean? It means that you're going to give an award to a, a, a pedophile promoter. You're going to give an award to somebody who wants to sterilize and mutilate children. And it gets even worse. Quote, 
A quote from the hospital. I am extremely honored to be, this is the, the thinky. I am extremely honored to be presented, uh, presented the Health Hero Award, the Health Hero Award from Children's Minnesota at a time we saw when children are exploring who they are and where they fit in society. We need to advocate and fight for their right to discover those identities with dignity and compassion. When kids are playing make-believe, we must insist that the children's make-believe be made a reality by adults no, uh, who know better, including children's hospitals. Unbelievable. And by the way, I forgot to mention this. Bethel University, supposedly a Christian university, now has on their website a place for the LGBT plus crowd to go to for affirmation and reinforcement of who they are supposedly in Jesus Christ. It's a blasphemy of the Christian worldview, but this he, she, Lee was instrumental in making that influence upon. And I say this because it's important for the listeners, the, the people who are watching this, the Duke, uh, the, 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 the Dr. Duke show, that's easy for me to say, that's all folks. But it's important for parents to understand to be profoundly discerning about what's happening in the world of education even so-called christian education yeah and this is not going to surprise you this will be the last comment children's minnesota hospital did not respond to requests for comment now children's hospital minnesota if you're really so proud of this that you want to give a pedophile enabler if not a pedophile itself certainly an enabler a hero award why won't you respond and comment about how happy you are to do this? How come we're not getting a quote from the hospital? Doctors in lab coats telling us how wonderful this kind of affirming care is for tiny little kids who can't make up their own minds. Still to come, Hanoi Jane is at it again. Jane Fonda. I mean, at what point does the plastic take over the flesh and we'll be done with her? Seriously. Seriously. Hanoi Jane is blaming men, all men, for climate crisis. And wait for it. White men in particular, and shock, they should all be in jail for it. She, she wants to actually hold a Nuremberg trial. Nuremberg trial. And, and she equates white males as the perpetrators of climate change, and there should be Nazi war. They're, they're, they're equated to Nazi war criminals. In her, <laughs> in, in her defense, she was married to Ted Turner, so she knows a lot about Nazis and threesomes. We'll see you right after the break. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Take back your kids' education. FPA's fully accredited classical curriculum provides live, on-demand, and homeschool courses built on Judeo-Christian values. Request your information packet and save 10% on tuition by visiting freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. Yes, indeed, you heard that correctly. Jane Fonda still has a working mouth. Not sure the brain is with her anymore, but the mouth is still going. And she's blaming white cisgendered men for climate crisis. And she demands, like Al Gore, their imprisonment. Stunning. Take a look at the video here. You can take anything, sexism, racism, misogyny, homophobia, whatever, the war. And if you really get into it, and study it and learn about it and the history of it and the everything's connected there'd be no climate crisis if it wasn't for racism how do you how do you get to that tell me 
Where would they put the poison and the pollution? They're not going to put it in Bel Air. They've got to find some place where poor people or indigenous people or people of color are living. Put it there. They can't fight back. And that's why a big part of the climate movement now has to do with climate justice. Oh, wait a minute. We could put it in Martha's Vineyard. We could put it in Barack Obama's backyard right on the ocean. Or maybe Bill Gates, who has a beautiful beachfront home in San Diego. Or uh, possibly uh, Al Gore in his beautiful home in California. Well, we're already sending the illegals they want in this country to New York. And how's that working out? <laughs> They're whining about, don't send them here. All the sanctuary cities that opened their hearts did not open their doors, right? And go back. I mean, if, I don't know if you got a still of that image. Maybe you don't, Mike. But well, Brady, uh, with, with but the Brady of, the, jersey. But what was getting me, so there's, there's Kelly Clarkson. Oh, yeah, that's right. Think about that. So we're a baby. We, apparently, there she is. Nodding her head like this is the most profound thing she's ever heard. Seriously. So California is the state of smog, right? And yet California is, right, the center of climate justice. There are more non-whites in California than almost any other state in the union. And so we are choosing to poison California and leave Nebraska alone? What kind of rocket scientry is this? If we're going to be consistent, wouldn't Tom Brady be put on trial too? Because isn't he an older well, white guy? That but Tom's really good looking. Oh, he's right. really good looking and he plays for my team, right? <laughs> and he throws lots of touchdown passes, right? Same with all the athletes, right? As long as you're a liberal white dude, you're not the problem. Although, you know, Brady's got a plane and Gates has got a plane and all these celebrities on that stage fly around in private planes. So are they the ones who are seeding the country? Their carbon with footprint CO2? is huge. It's huge. And they're and they don't go God knows they don't go to Nebraska and Oklahoma. So they're flying largely over states where there are mostly liberals. You know it's interesting. Uh, I can remember back in high school uh, maybe a junior in high school, sophomore, junior, when she actually went to Hanoi, got on an anti-aircraft. There, there it is. Producer Mike, fantastic. There she is in Hanoi, uh, in Hanoi, pretending to shoot down American pilots. My dad, who fought in World War II, was livid. He hated her. And, you know, it's interesting to note she was married to Tom Hayden, the mm -hmm. founder of student, the Socialist Students yep. for Democratic Society. They were married for 17 years. Then she marries the big capitalist Ted Turner. And it's so ironic about this is, you know, the horrible white men. But there they were doing the Atlanta Braves tomahawk chalk. Oh, yep. oh, 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 right. Her and Jimmy Carter and Ted Turner. And it's like the duplicity, the hypocrisy. It just oozes out of her pores. Well, there that picture. Show us Hanoi Jane again. There she is straddling a gun turret. And let's be very clear. If it weren't for straddling things, she would not have had any kind of a career at all. And when she, when she looks at us in the camera when she's on the, the Kelly Clarkson show, and she says that when you really, really study something, when you, you expect, do you really think she spent a lot of time in the libraries? Do you think Jane Fonda has talked to climate, immediate climatologists? Do you think she's studied the Venn diagrams? What it, when she says, when you really study it, what you find out is that we are limiting pollution somehow just to the place where minorities are. That's what she's telling you. You know who she really studied? Farrakhan.
Oh, that's absolutely. What, that's who she studied. Yeah. She didn't study actual yeah. research. Remember, she was a self-proclaimed Marxist back yep. in the 60s and 70s. In fact, she named one of her children Troy after a, a North Vietnamese communist leader, and the daughter they named Vanessa after the Marxist, she, uh, Vanessa Redgrave, mm -hmm. who found the Marxist Party. I mean, people don't recognize that this woman is really an eco-communist is what it boils down to. She's a nut job loon bird, eco-communist. Well, she's an idiot. That, all these people are idiots. They talk about studying and, and all, it's all, how about that statement? It's all connective. You know, now that I've, I've become a climate warrior, I realize now that racism couldn't have, racism, listen to this, racism could not have existed without climate and vice versa. So you're telling me that from the beginning, slave trade going all the way back to Egypt yeah. 5,000 years ago, that the real purpose of that was also ultimately to destroy the climate and vice versa. It is so shockingly stupid. Let me quote her stupid to you. This is serious. We've got about seven or eight years to cut ourselves off in half of what we use of fossil fuels. Unfortunately, the people that have the least responsibility for it are hit the hardest. The global south People on islands. Is that like when you're out at your, uh, uh, your, your Jamaica resort? Is that the island she's talking about? This is coming about? right out of the World Economic Forum language. So let me yep. finish this. The global south, people on islands, poor people of color. So if you're a poor person of not color, if you're a white poor person, you're out of luck. Because apparently that's your fault. To just, just poor people of color are in danger here. The stupid here, it's legendary. <laughs> It's, it's, it's kind of like climate change where the virus understood that the, uh, the Black Lives Matter, when they en masse gathered together, it went around them. The climate does the same thing. Did you know that your penis is against, the, uh, is against climate? Because here's what she says. There would be, quote, there would be no climate crisis if there was no patriarchy. So your genitalia, Jake is polluting the world. Well, I got a bone to pick with her about that. Uh, one. Oh, you got that, bada-bing. I, I see what you did. I see what you did there. Me, she goes further. You can take anything, racism, sexism, misogyny, homophobia, whatever, the war, which one, Jane, if you really get into it and study it and learn about it and the history of it, everything's connected, Jake. Jake, it's really freaking me out, man. You know, I'm smoking this rec rec recreational <laughs> marijuana because uh, my plastic surgery hurts me. You're taking uh, me back. My, my <laughs> face is pulled so tight that if I cough, my, my head's going to explode. So I'm taking this recreational pot, and it's all connected, Jake. It's all connected. I'm Jane Fonda on Golden Pond, baby. Look, I think it's interesting that she was, in essence, echoing Ocasio-Cortez. Remember yep. when she said that we've got, that, uh, five years ago, she said we have 12 years to go. It's our World War III. It's the end of the world. This apocalyptic doom and gloom, idiocy and nonsense. Uh, this, this is eco-communism, and she's one of the cheerleaders for it. Well, yeah, she's, she's what I like to call combat Barbie. Yeah. Right. I mean, uh, always getting her manicures and her pedicures. I mean, there she is. Look at her. Uh, I mean, how I mean, how doll like is that face? She could be a mannequin. I mean, when you look at this, I mean, this is what they uh, they, they they can't age gracefully. They can't be what they are. They're completely plastic people. Yep. Why are we surprised that they have plastic opinions? Uh, this is the same jo Jane Fonda who asserted earlier that oil executives are enabling politicians should all all should be tried for crimes against humanity and nature 
prompting another interviewer to ask, so you want to see a sort of Nuremberg trial for climate criminals? And she said, yeah, I would. If we had new Nuremberg trials, I think Quislings like you straddling a Vietnamese, North Vietnamese t turret gun, yeah, that might be, that might qualify, wouldn't you think, Jake? The, the hubris of these guys who talk about Marxism or communism or statism, socialism, she's worth over $200 million. She's laughing all the way to the bank in the midst of this insanity. Yeah, and the thing is, is that she's not going to alter her very lavish lifestyle, one iota. She's not going to start fly, giving up planes. She's not going to sit coach. She's going to go private. She's not going to get rid of her big houses and her guz gas guzzling uh, Escalade. She's not getting rid of that stuff. She's, she's going to be very cool in the summer. Her house is going to be well heated in the winter. She's going to be flying to vacation de destination after another one. She, this is how the life she's going to live. Take, taking her seriously is one of the dumbest thing anybody could do. And that, I don't know what that group of women were. This is Kelly's talk show, kind of like the view for even dumber people. <laughs> but in the, the end, Jake, we, and why have we mocked so much? Because to take them even remotely serious is to give them endlessly more credit than they deserve. And that's gonna wrap up this show. If you have any questions or comments, or you wanna mock with us, simply visit drdukeshow.com. For all of us at the show, thanks for watching, and we will see you the very next time.